Hi everyone, my name is Project Gill and welcome to the AWARE panel. As you don't know, the AWARE panel is going to talk about loads of issues that we face in today's society and things that our guest wants to bring up. And now, we turn into a podcast. If you didn't know before, we were running off Instagram lives every Thursday at 3pm. But now, we turned into a podcast. So, you can hear this every Thursdays and episodes will come out every Thursday at 3pm. So, stay tuned. Today. Welcome to the web panel. Today we have Annabella, who's a communicator and a project coordinator focusing on human behaviour and environment sustainability. So Annabella, do you want to introduce yourself in a bit more detail? Sure. Hi everyone. I hope everyone is doing all right in these strange times. So I am essentially a communicator and a coordinator. I've been working all my life in communication, uh, creating content and also doing research. But mostly, I think I am a person that likes to learn new things all the time. And I like to debate things that are important to people and hopefully bring some insight that I gather from my own personal experience and from my personal experience. So this is why I thank you, Pra, for uh, inviting me to this podcast. I think it's a very interesting uh, podcast and I think it's a very good place to debate some of the things that might interest us in some personal level, uh, at some personal level, or even at, you know, in a broader perspective. Uh, some Sometimes we just need a different perspective over things to find a new way of looking at those things or find a new way to find ourselves a new path or keep on our own path in a better way that's amazing like it's so so good how you want to take what you learn about human behavior and turning it into something you want other people to be aware about and thank you so much for coming on once again so my first question is why have you decided to speak about age discrimination uh sure so recently i was talking to a friend she's 51 and we were talking about meetups so for instance i love technology i am 50 now and i love technology so i'm always on top of new technological developments and new things that are happening either in research or in technology or innovation and we were talking about that and she told me that she went to this meetup where they use this app to introduce themselves so they didn't they are there personally in the space but they don't introduce themselves personally first they do it through an app which I thought it was a very interesting concept and so she did it she did it too so she decided to go to the meetup but while she was there, she suddenly realized that people were not talking to her, either through the app or personally. And she started looking uh, around and she saw that it was, you know, mostly younger people, like in their 30s, less people in their 40s. And then at some point she starts talking to some people and then one person told her, you know what, I think you're too old to be in this meetup. 
And she was shocked. <laughs> and I was shocked too when she said that because it's unbelievable that someone would think that a, a woman in uh, who is 50 years old is old. Like, I don't, I cannot understand that. And then I started thinking about that because I have to say, I maybe I am not aware of it or maybe I'm a little aloof, but I never noticed to, towards myself any type of age discrimination. But I started looking around and I noticed that women in particular and some women were actually talking about it. And then I started paying attention. And then I saw this example of a famous actress here in my country. She entered in her 60s. She was 60 years old and she decided to make this blog about being a 60-year-old woman. And you know what? There's no traction. Nobody's talking about it. And I thought, that's really weird. Why are we not talking about how it feels to be a woman in her 50s, 60s? What do they have to say about things going on in the world? And why is this happening? And so I started researching a little bit more and I found that actually some women do complain that they, became, they become invisible, especially after their, their mid-40s. And I thought, That's, that doesn't make any sense because women are a very important economical prudence, let's say like that, although it's an objectification and I don't defend that, but they are very economical active. And so I don't understand why we should just, you know, this women aside in terms of society, in terms of employment why should we do that doesn't make any sense and if you look around and see the influencers how many women or even men but mostly women influencers above 50 or 60 do you see you don't they are very rare and i wonder why i'm sure they have things to say as well maybe not so much as to the young people or maybe they do you know, they have their own experience to share and maybe there are some insights to younger people there too. And so that, this was the things that were going through my mind when I thought about the theme. And I think, you know, we can turn this around. I was reading an article that actually some people talk about women invisible invisibility after fifth uh, syndrome. So I think that maybe there is something there. Although personally... I, I never experienced it directly, but maybe there's something there and maybe we should talk a little about that. Yeah, I completely agree with you there because your experience of bring like you was talking to your friend and how they face discrimination based on their age. And it's just really sad to hear that that still happens today. And all, it doesn't just happen to older people, it happens to younger people as well because... I face discrimination based on my age, like, as you guys know, I have my own business, I have my own podcast, I do everything that I can, and people say, you're too young to do that, you're only 19, you should live your life first before settling down to do business and being an entrepreneur, but I don't listen to those people, if that's the thing about it is, yeah, and I I want to start young, I want to start young, and people don't want to influence that like I get people saying I recently um now this is not a confidential thing I don't think I uh, hopefully not 
But I did apply for the apprentice, and I got invited for the first round of interviews. And the lady was like, "You're so young. You're only nineteen, and you're coming to apply for the apprentice." I was like, "I, I just wanted to give it a shot and try to be the youngest there, but I didn't get through." So it's okay, and you just learn to grow as you get older. I think for younger people, it there is getting more resources out there, and it's kind of ignoring the older people in the background. Like I was recently did an episode, which is going to come later on, to Suzanne, who talked about how the over fifties are getting ignored in society and how she faced discrimination because. She was over fifty, so she created two different startups, which helps over fifties overcome the barriers of discrimination and prejudices, but also to find housing as well for them. Because if you see on the housing market, they do focus on young people, but they don't really focus on the elderly. And she, her initiative is just amazing. So shout out to Suzanne for that. And it's just something; it's just out there, really. It's just. People won't change about how old they are. So my next question is: At one point, did you did you feel like when you heard this story from your friend that they were being discriminated? Sure. First of all, I'm sorry that your apprentice process didn't go through, but kudos to you for you know go out there and do it, and also. Way to go, Suzanne, for doing、uh, those、uh, startups and helping older people. Well, I felt that. There is this perception. I think. I don't think sometimes that it's personally. I think that if they gave it some time to know my friend at that particular situation, they would understand that it didn't matter if she had fifty or forty or whatever,、uh, because she is fully engaged with society. She, you know, she she knows what's going on. She's interested. She likes to learn. She likes to debate. So. They would probably forget if they start talking to her her age, and I think it's just a matter of perception. I think there's this idea, and as well for young people, as you said, that young people they are not fully mature to understand, so they're not they cannot do certain things. And for older people, it's like, oh my God, they are like you know probably too tired, or they are they are completely out of the. What's going on? They don't know. They don't know how to deal with technology. They don't know anything. So there's this perception, you know, these extreme perceptions of both these groups that are totally not real. And I think, unfortunately, we live in a world that doesn't give much time for us to get to know people and and see how they are really. Of course, there's probably people with, that ha- are fifty years old, and they are, you know, they probably are not interested in technology, and they are not interested in evolve. But also, there's younger people that probably are not interested in, you know, in developing themselves and be engaged with the world. So I guess we have that across the spectrum, and I think it's um it's important to. For people, either young or old, to get out there and just you know make themselves visible. I know it can be tough, and I know it can be hard. And for instance, I think the media also contributes to it a lot because the media and social media they focus a lot, you know, 
on the physical aspect of people, if they look young, if they look pretty, if they look fit. Um, and of course, the real world is not like that because there's a multiple, you know, types of people and everyone is different. I don't know how, I felt shocked when my friend told me that. And I felt that it was just, we had to do something. We had to change these perceptions and these ideas that people have. I try to do that. For instance, now I, I, I'm working as a freelancer. I'm creating content, but I'm looking at something more stable. So I'm having some interviews. And in there, I try to explain to them that I've had an opportunity because I have lived longer to enrich my life, not just in a professional way, but also in a personal way. I try to explain that uh, and I give them this vision of myself as a very engaged person with society. I think I will always be like that. Even when I reach, if I if I hope, <laughs> if I will, I, I hope I will. Even if when I'm 80, I will always like to learn new things and keep on top of things, you know, this and of that and talk to these people and to other people in different areas and different tastes, you know, in the literature, in media, in science, you know, everywhere. Because I am that kind of person and I understand that not everybody's like that, but we can try. We can try to not just include everyone but we can try to reach out to someone that maybe thinks that they are too old to do something or too young to do something. And I think it's important to realize that we ourselves as a human, human beings in our development, if we want, because there's a little effort that has to be made, we can keep evolving until we die. Of course, it comes a point in our lives when we're too old and our physical limitations will be there. But if we make an effort, our minds will still be fresh and we can still contribute in some way. Uh, and I think that's the perception that it needs to change. Older people or not just older people, but people in their 50s, in their 40s, in their 60s are still valid, much valid. Uh, much value to society they can contribute in different ways probably not in the same ways that younger people do or in the ways that they used to do but they still can do it another thing that i find interesting is that some people and now with covid um were being laid off and a lot of companies don't think about reskilling people for instance there are people that are in their 50s and they worry because they've been laid off and they worry if they ever come back again with this situation uh, or if they were fired for some reason or the company ended and they worry because i have a friend she's been working in a, a human resources for almost all her life she's 50 now and she worries because she thinks, you know, if my company ends and I am out of a job, I am 50, no one is going to hire me now. Not just because I'm 50, but because I've only worked in this area all my life. I, I, I didn't diversify my experience. And so there's another thing, which is we can always uh, make a reboot of our skills and learn new things. 
and contribute in some way. Because if we want to, we can still learn new things. Maybe as we grow older and much older, we will learn at different pace and different timings, but we still can learn. And so it's it's worrying. I, I, I think it's a worrying situation that these perceptions keep on going. I hope that with these uh, examples of us talking about it, and Suzanne making the startups and other people that are out there writing, talking about this can actually make a change and help change this perception. I fully enjoy that, what you just said about like how your friend was going into human resources but getting discriminated as a result. I don't think that's even right because in my mind it's just like why can't we just treat everyone the same? That is the thing, like why can't we just treat people the same regardless of age? Like age is just a number, it's just like either one or two digit numbers. Like I don't understand where people are coming from. Like you see like um you see like these extraordinary kids, for example, who go to university at such a young age and people think they are too young to do that. But their mind is in a, is in another level of maturity that some people do not understand. Like people are just basing this off of age and it's just really sad to see. So um okay so my next question is how do you think young people are being discriminated today yeah okay so i think one of the things and actually i think it was yesterday on linkedin i was looking at posts there and someone was uh, making a comment about uh, some 50 year olds or 60 year olds were applying for jobs and they were being recruited or interviewed by uh, 20-year-olds, and they were say, they were talking about how can a 20-year-old interview a 50-year-old or a 60-year-old for a job. And I think it's, again, that perception. I think maybe younger people can be mostly discriminated on the basis that they don't have experience and that equals not knowing about how to go about things which obviously, again, can be a misconstrued because, um, as I said before, people are different and there's no guarantee that a person with a 20-year-old doesn't have enough maturity as someone who is older. Uh, also, our cognitive maturity is something that it's not always at the same stage. For instance, we know that um, there are certain subjects uh, in mathematics or even physics, that someone has to have a certain maturity to understand them, a cognitive maturity to understand them. But again, some people can gain that maturity earlier in life. So it doesn't, it, it's not directly related with the fact that they are young or the fact that they are older. So I, I would say that probably younger people, it's not, it's that thing of not being taken seriously. So I think that's probably one of the things that happens with younger people. In terms of uh, jobs or employment, usually it's their experience. So, um, you know, usually younger people don't have much experience, so they end up earning less than uh, more experienced people. Although I think it also depends on the state of the economy at the time, because sometimes it doesn't really matter, because if the economy is really bad, uh, it doesn't matter if you have experience or not, uh, probably the wages are going to be low anyway. Um, so I guess it, it, these are two things or three things that I would say that young people would be discriminated uh, based on their age.
I agree with you because I'm a young person. I'm only 19 years old. And as I said about my experience of um, being discriminated with me being an entrepreneur, it's just that uh, um, sometimes it's just, it gets to you. But other times you're just like, yeah, I'm just a 19-year-old trying to make my way through life. And why should I put myself forward just because of that? Like, I don't get that sometimes. That's what some people think. And I think they're getting discriminated just because they're trying to make change and other people might be jealous of that just because, oh, they're doing this at this age. But then I get people saying to me, some people who listen to my story, they say, I wish I'd done that at a young age. Yeah. yeah, so I get I get people saying, "Oh, I wish I did that as a as a young person and gain more experience because they look back and they regret not doing as a yeah. young one." And so we take advice from older people to start at a young age mm-hmm. and knowing what we want. That's the key thing about being as it is. So, what do you think about the older people pe- older people being deemed as vulnerable? What would you say about that? I think that older people, and now I think I'm, we are talking about much older people because I think as people get older, they tend to uh, be socially more inactive for a lot of reasons. And I think that can put them in a state of more vulnerability. I don't think they are vulnerable at all. Like, I mean, they can be in a situation uh, that they feel vulnerable in a situation that is really vulnerable, especially if it's a social uh, situation, you know, where they don't have resources, they don't have financial resources, or they don't have uh, their health or something that actually can make them vulnerable at, in a particular situation or at a particular time. But just By being old, I don't think that they are vulnerable. Maybe some people actually think that they are vulnerable and they act towards them, uh, having that in mind. Or some older people actually do believe that they are and they they also act uh, having that into consideration. But I don't think as because you're old, you're automatically vulnerable. Um, On the contrary, I think, I have to say, in my personal experience, as I get older, I got much more confident uh, and also much more detached from certain social pressures and from certain pressures of just, you know, having to look at things uh, in what is expected of me from others. Um, And so I don't think I'm vulnerable because I'm older. But I think, again, it's just the way you look at things and the way you position yourself. And while you were talking before about being young and, and people saying to you, oh, you're too young to do this, and other people saying, oh, I wish I did that when I was young, or I think it's just we have to go uh, after what we want, regardless of what wage, age we have. And so, and that's a way of not being vulnerable, either for older people or for younger people. And so I think is we just have to paddle through. We just have to keep going, you know, and keep making 
our stance and say this is what I want to do if I can't do it here I'm gonna do it there because this is what I want to do and I'm a valid person I live in this world and I have value just like everybody else so I have to do what I want to do regardless if people think I'm too old for it so just give you an example I started my master's degree when I was in my 40s I went to Canada and I did my uh, master's degree there and when I say that to people, people, oh my God, uh, at 40, and I was like, yes, why not? I wanted to learn new things. I wanted to do a master, so I went and did it. Um, and some people look at that, and, and sometimes younger people look at it, oh yeah, because I try to tell young people, you know, it's never too late. Because sometimes people get up, get caught up in our everyday lives where we have to pay the rent and we have to pay the bills, and that's obviously, obviously, we all have to do that. And we have to run around and we have to go to our jobs and family and all that. And we just think, oh, I can never do that. Or even if I had the money, I'm not sure. Or I don't have enough money. Or not, you know. And sometimes it's just a matter of stop a little bit and think about things and, and see what you want to do. And then after doing my master's, I started doing my PhD. And I was almost, you know, 45 at the time. And I applied for a job at a laboratory at the time when I was doing my PhD. And I know, I went to, uh, I sent out my CV, and I know because a person I knew worked there, that they looked at my CV, and they said in that meeting, in order to decide if I was going to be interview, interviewed for the position, and I know that they said, this person is doing a PhD at 45? No, that can't be. This doesn't make any sense. No. No, this person is not good to work with us because she is doing a PhD so late in life. And so I don't even feel that it was discriminating. You know what I feel? I feel these people are closed up in their mind, actually. And when I look at it, I think I'm so glad I didn't go to work there because I couldn't work with people that are so close-minded. And they don't know, they don't appreciate how a person can be of value beyond their own age and so i think that that is the main point everybody's different and we have to go against sometimes these ideas that because you are this age or because you are this height or because you live in this city or because you live in this country you are not allowed to do certain things or you cannot do certain things no we cannot give in to those you know, concepts, because uh, we are actually preventing ourselves from evolving and from growing as a person. So that's, I think, what we should do, is striving to keep on going regardless of these supposedly barriers that exist. Yeah, I feel bad for what, like, what happened, like, you going through, like, the tough stages of obviously going through your PhD and your master's and people perceiving you as a mature student like universities these days they label people I think over the age of 21 as mature mature students like I think that's their way of trying to discriminate people why can't they just be called a student not a mature student like that's the thing about it and then Obviously, 
doing the things you do at that age like people think you will be married and kids by now like and not just doing a career but some people do want to go to education at that age and the everyone just wants to you just need to allow it sometimes like people just need to allow them like in like when people if people like a ch- person goes to university at like your the age that you went people will think oh she's probably single she probably didn't make it into like the traditional way of living life like you must not be married you must not have kids you're just going in there just to have an experience really do you face things like that sometimes sometimes so i don't have kids i i have my dog <laughs> which i can see there sometimes my furry kid uh sometimes no always my furry kid but i don't have kids and it was a choice at some point and sometimes i it's again those things that we were talking about like putting people in boxes like in expectations social expectations it is expected that you go to university then you finish your degree then you get a house and you get a family and you have kids and and then you work for how many years in the same job or if not in the same job certain jobs and then that's it and then you just die and that's it and you live your life and you have grandchildren and that's it and i never saw my life through through that paradigm so again because i am a person that likes to learn and likes to you know see the world know how other people live other cultures how they see the world i always lived my life through that paradigm of my own and so sometimes yes so sometimes uh and i live in a country that it's a little bit conservative in terms of uh, the role of a woman in terms of the family role and stuff like that and even when i was in canada actually i had this discussion with a colleague and he was saying that women should you know bear children because that's what they were born to do and obviously i did not agree with him so the, we had this huge debate about that and sometimes yes sometimes there is this idea that women should be in a certain way and i think again that you have to be just the way you want to be or the way you think you should be and not the way others think you should be of course we paid a price we all paid a price for going against the social pressure and the social rules right so and the social average expected behavior but at the end of the day each of us we have to you know put the pros and cons on the table and think what do i want to get out of life and what do i want to contribute to life and so when you measure that for your through your own measurement rules you just have to make a decision how do you want to live your life do you want to live your life according to the expectation of others and what in general society expects of you of course we're not talking about you know basic rules of decency and basic rules of you know common sense living in society about respecting others and stuff like that we are talking about you know certain social pressures and certain expectations that sometimes they can be really a detriment to our own development and sometimes it's because of culture sometimes it's because of 
just tradition. Not to say that culture and tradition don't have, obviously, they are very important, but we have to see in, in our tradition, in our family history, in our uh, culture, what we can take that can serve as a betterment to our development and how we can contribute to it and contribute to, it, to its innovation and growing. And so I think it's, you know, it's that equation that you have to make. What can I do to live better and at the same time not take from the earth, not take from the planet and contribute to it? not take from others, that it's not mine to take, and stuff like that. So ethics, I think it's really important. And I think in today's society, uh, we have a lot of lack in ethics in a lot of situations. And it concerns me because I think we are social species. And in order to live in a society, we do have to have some ethics in our behavior and in our rules in order to live a more harmonious life. And I think sometimes ethics is out of the picture in a lot of situations. Uh, and we live in a world that is fast-paced, so there's not much time to integrate what we live, integrate our experiences and think about them and how to improve. I think we have to make an effort to uh, make that space, to do that. And sometimes people are too tired or they are not interested in doing that, and it's fine that that's their choice. But I think it's it's important to be aware, you know, to be mindful of what's going on around us and how we can be integrated in that and at the same time contribute in a better way to it, I think. That's amazing. Like, I love how you spoke about how sometimes the whole education system and even any other system that is out there like the healthcare system is also something that is sometimes can be caused as discrimination because sometimes you the people even for there's more older people and elderly just go to the hospital they they um the hospital thinks it's just another case of this that like you should be treated individually and not as a mass thing and that's what i see sometimes and it's just really sad to see all of that coming through together as whole and it's just it's just really bad to see like society's not adapting to different age groups people think right like if the elderly and the young people are getting discriminated there's a middle there's a middle um sector which is like the late 20s the early 30s even the yeah so people don't discriminate them because they are deemed as the image of society and that should be stopped that should stop there's loads of people from different ages different races and it's just some like my podcast has been really talking about diversity and discrimination which there it is a main issue that we do face and that's something that is out there but now we're gonna conclude a little bit so I'm gonna ask one more question just to see how you think about the whole situation as you're a um you're 50 years old and you may feel some discrimination when you were doing your master's and your PhD um what advice would you give to others at your age group that are facing prejudice and discrimination today? Sure. I think the most important thing is try to not feel defeated by it. 
So try to not assimilate that idea to yourself and end up agreeing with those people. Uh, and try to see how can you be more active uh, in your community or even online, somewhere that you find comfortable. And you can bring your experience and your knowledge and your wisdom to others. For instance, one of the things that I do is I, I have meetup groups where we debate things, uh, philosophical questions or things that are going on in the world at the time. Uh, that's one of the things that I do. I would like to have a more prominent, prominent participation online too. I've been uh, dwelling on an idea for a podcast too, to talk about these issues. But I think it's important, the most important thing, you can do whatever you feel comfortable to do if you think that is worth it. Because if you think that you are perfectly fine and you don't need to you know, do anything, that's all right too. But you really think that you are being discriminated because you are over 40 or you are over 50 or even over 60. Please talk about it. Talk about it anywhere you can, with anyone you can, because we have to bring awareness to this. But don't be, you know, chained to it either. So don't give in to this syndrome either. So, you know, just uh, do something. Keep on doing it, you know. Keep on talking to people and keeping, uh, keep bringing out what you have to share and what you have to teach others and, uh, you know, bring to the community or to society in general if you feel like it. I think that's the most thing. I think the most important thing is this. Do not identify with this idea. Do not take this idea to yourself. Great. That's just really great advice, that everyone just out there and I completely agree with you like it's just something you would have to overcome and ignore what people say like you're amazing and that's the main thing so thank you so much Annabella for coming to the show and talking about issues that we do face in regard to age and yeah so for anyone out there please subscribe down on Spotify and Apple Podcasts on this podcast and make sure you share it around because this is an issue that we do face today and it's just something that is just really sad so yeah so thank you once again for coming on and make sure you give also give it a review like we need to improve and your opinion matters really so if you want to give it a review either DM me on Instagram Facebook or LinkedIn or even go on apple podcast and leave a review down there so i just want feedback that's just all i want and if it's making impact on at least one person we're okay with that like it's just amazing just to hear so thank you once again and we'll see you in the next episode bye everyone thank you everyone for watching today's episode if you liked it put a five star review on apple podcast and make sure you subscribe and follow us on spotify and apple podcast we would love to hear feedback from you so make sure you do that also spread the word about the aware panel because this is such a platform where people could just talk about anything and we would encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to be listening to us see you guys later bye